Welcome back to the pregame beer podcast, the only podcast that keeps you buzzing well into the bottom of the ninth. My name is Todd Surbine. I am joined once again by my good buddy, Curran. Curran, how are you doing? Well, Todd Surbine, I am well. I, uh, I'm coming in here on a, it's a Wednesday night, right? Yeah, it's Wednesday. Um, we're three days late, four days late when we typically would be recording, but um, that's because it was my fucking holiday this weekend. And yours too and i think yours was way more entertaining than mine from what uh, the text from the text oh, i was getting anyway i've been informed that i had a great time uh-huh i don't remember having a great time awesome awesome how about you share with the class from what you've been told what you can share with the class anyway all right so i, I was in boston this weekend uh went down saturday with with my buddy mike Went to go meet up with my friend Gail. Uh, that that so that's a whole thing. Uh, but as soon as we get settled into the Airbnb, we just start pounding drinks back. Uh, well, of course we drank, we, did. we drank about between Mike and I a bottle and a quarter of Jameson in a little less than an hour. I'd say I oh, had about sixty five percent of that. Mm-hmm. And then started drinking hard cider. Mm. Because Gail is from an orchard. What a nice lady. Ah, she's the best. Um, so, needless to say, I blacked out before we left the apartment. Good for you. Yeah. Um, so we hop on the green line headed to town. I think we're going to Howl at the Moon, which is a fun mm. bar. You know, it's a good time. I thought you quite literally meant you were going to howl at moon. I've been told I did. Of course you did. <laughs> uh, but I do not like crowds. So I guess as soon as we got in there, I wanted to leave. Like, I'm fuck this shit. Fuck everybody. I guess on the train, I was told some dude to fuck off because he was hitting on some girl. And I'm like, dude, she's not going to sleep with you. Fuck off. I guess he's about to punch me. So we had to get off the train. Um, okay. Yeah, so that's a time. Uh, so I leave the bar. I'm going out on an adventure. Uh, luckily, Mike finds me, and, and we, all, we all hit the road. We get to the Boston Common. I decide it's a good idea to just whip my dick out and start peeing. Allegedly. In the middle of the Common, in the middle of Allegedly. the walkway. In case there's any allegedly, PD allegedly. Uh, I guess I turned around and was just like walking backwards and pissing. Wow, it's so talented. Uh, so I got ushered to a tree at least. So that's good. There you go. Well, you gotta have some respect. So, fuck if I know, man. Uh, that, I wake up. Like I wake up in bed the next morning. I got. I got my pajama pants on, no underwear, so might have been walking around the apartment naked for a bit. Who knows? <laughs> and I feel like shit the next day. So I don't I start drinking, honestly, until, uh, you know, probably 2 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Not bad, mm-hmm. though, all things considered. No, no, not bad. I mean, you had a, it sounds like you had a great Saturday night. I, uh, yeah, it was all right. <laughs> Or a great Saturday afternoon, the night, you know, who knows what really happened there. But. So, Sunday was St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Down, downtown Boston. 
Uh, we are at Hennessy's, which is over by Faneuil Hall. Yes. Uh, I'm pounding Guinness. Uh, Mike brought a flask, so shout out to the bouncers at, at Hennessy's. Clearly didn't pick up on that, uh, which is great. So we basically made our own car bombs. Great. And shortly after, the night starts to get away from me again. I remember everything that happened, but I was on one. Uh, we sit down for dinner at the bar and meet the most lovely Irish couple of all time. Shout out Catherine and Patty. We're talking. That sounds like an Irish couple. Straight from Foxford, Ireland. Wow. Shout out Foxford. They're on vacation. I guess they like to go see American cities for St. Patrick's Day because they've done Dublin so many times. Foxford, Ireland, just to see what the fuck that looks like. Yeah, it's not a big place. Um, I believe you. I don't know how to spell it. Let me go with that. See if that works. Ireland could help if I could spell. Let me see. But uh, but Catherine starts to blow up my spot a little bit because she is dead set that I am in love with Gail. Mm. So she's telling me like, "Oh, you got to make your move, laddie. Don't let her get mm-hmm. away. I can see you're in love." Mm-hmm. And I'm like. Nah, Catherine, like, we're just kind of friends. I might try to hook up with her if I'm too drunk. <laughs> uh, I I'm didn't. Being completely honest with I, you. I, I didn't. Uh, yep. Because Gail's a nice girl. Gail is a nice girl. Gail was the best. I will always say that. Um, so then she looks over to Mike and she's like, You got to look out for that one. He's also in love with her. Oh, no. And Catherine's just trying to start some shit. Yeah, fuck Catherine, apparently. Well, that's the thing. She then drunk called my office because we exchanged business cards. Terrible idea. I I get into work today with a voicemail from Catherine being like, oh, did you make a move on Gail? I need to know. (laughs) Beautiful. Yeah, it it was rough. Uh, We then went to Bell in Hand. It was a club. Uh, Gail left with some dude. I went back with Mike. We just walked around Boston for a bit. But then shit hit the fan. Because the one thing no one remembers about St. Patrick's Day is that it is one of, if not the biggest drunk text holiday of the year. Mm Mm-hmm. I got drunk texted by seven girls. Wow. Four of them were very angry. What did you do? I don't know, Karen. I don't know. You were just being a man, you disgusting creature. Yeah. I mean, I'm not claiming I'm a great dude. But I am nowhere near nowhere near that. Because I got four angry texts. Like, why are you with her? Uh, why didn't you text me back? Uh, I got two... Uh, very nice text being like hey I miss you we should hang out more heart aww and then one that was just very confused mm-hmm. it's like that it eagle song it didn't make a whole lot of sense mm-hmm. it was basically just like how you me question mark I'm like alright this is this is happening that's a mess. What a mess. Yeah, so I spent the rest of my night getting hammered back at the Airbnb. 
and trying to sort through all this mess. Mm. Eventually, I told a couple girls to fuck off. And uh, it was a good night. Cool. But I'm just thinking, like, what, are the, what other night can you possibly get that many drunk texts? There isn't one. Maybe New Year's. Maybe New Year's? Maybe New Year's. Or, like, the day before Thanksgiving. Oh. Day before Thanksgiving is all-time drunk holiday. I like that. St. Patrick's is my favorite, but got to be my second favorite. Um, yeah, probably. I've been I mean, going way too hard on my drinking holidays, dude. I got to cut back, though. You're telling me, buddy. I did cut back this this St. Patrick's Day. Good for you. I had um, spent the entire day. Well, I had to drive up from Portland because I was in uh, Saturday night uh, drinking PBR and. Uh, just just doing that whole thing. Um, and then on Sunday, I drove up and I spent time with my friend Rocco, who uh, and we had a couple Guinnesses and played NHL together. NHL current, 19. Current, I'm going to be honest here. Yeah. That sounds real boring. I'm very disappointed. It was, it was nice, actually, because like the last thing, like by the time I would have gotten to the bar, Cause like I was driving up, I kind of got a late start from Portland because I slept. Um, by the time I would have got to the bar, everybody would have been hammered, and I just like couldn't have, I could not have dealt with that honestly. Like I couldn't have, been, I couldn't have walked in and been like the last guy to get my drink on, you know? Yeah, I guess. So, so I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, have a couple beers and chill out, and uh, just just you know get ready for the week coming up. Had a nice dinner. Had a nice Irish dinner. Um, lots of potatoes. It was a good time. I enjoyed myself. Got to bed right. kind of early, you know. All right. Well, <laughs> if anyone has made it through this, we we will get to some actual sports. I promise you that. Yeah, eventually. Eventually, but first we have to talk about basketball. Racket starts. Well, the, by the time this drops, it's going to officially start. Probably it'll be like the day it starts. Yeah, it's fine. Um. So I, I literally just filled out my bracket. Curran, who you got winning the thing? Duke. I'm going with Kentucky. Oh, uh, you're wrong. Probably. I just don't know how you can bet against Zion. I mean. Hear me out, though. The last time Duke played UNC, they had Zion, and they won by one fucking point. Yeah, that's why I've got Duke playing UNC in the final. and then Zion I, don't, I haven't watched a lot of college basketball. But I'm just seeing Duke barely squeak out these wins. Like, I watched him barely beat Florida State at one time. Like, that was fun. Yeah, I think I have Florida State in my Final Four, too. That's not the worst, because they're in Gonzaga's bracket. And, yeah, uh, that's I don't think I Gonzaga's the best. I had Michigan coming out of there, though. Um, but I did have... I had Syracuse upsetting Gonzaga, actually. Did you? So, I think... Let me see. I got to... I gotta... Get back to it. Hold and on. I want people to know, this is based on literally nothing. Yeah, nothing. No, I'm not even acting like I know what's going on. I'm just, I just know that people are really pissed off that Gonzaga was, uh, you know, a one seed. So I was like, ah, well, tells well, me everything I need to know. Yeah, I, I picked Syracuse to be Gonzaga because Jill, Jim Bohem killed the man and therefore is going to kill Gonzaga. Ha-ha. So that's, that's all you need to know. Yeah, I've got Real Florida high State. In Syracuse. 
I got Florida State beating Gonzaga and then beating Michigan just because, you know. I know Michigan's got, like, Michigan has a huge, like, bandwagon contingent. Um, and I like to see bandwagons die. So, that's why I did that. So, fuck Cleveland. No, we love Cleveland until, you know, until, like, a bunch of fans from other fan bases, like, you know, officially say, like, I've been a Browns fan for forever. It's like, you've been a Browns fan since, like, week nine of the Baker Mayfield era. Like, Well, I don't think Michigan has that. I think Michigan basketball has just kind of been okay at best this year. I mean, they got two seeds. They got to be better than okay. That's true. But they're at least the second best two seed. Maybe third, like Tennessee's probably better than Michigan. Kentucky's better. Yeah, so they're the worst two seed. Sure. But I got to go into the final four for no reason other than Gonzaga never does. Yeah. Yeah. What is your final four? Uh, Duke, Michigan, Villanova, Kentucky. Nice. So we got two of the same. I have Duke, Florida State, Villanova, North Carolina. Yeah. I mean, North Carolina, probably the smarter bet. Uh, I just like Kentucky. I think they're going to be scrappy. And I didn't want to have a bunch of ACC teams in there. Yeah, I didn't give a fuck about that. Uh, That's like all I can offer, though, for like bracketology. I don't know. I I can't stress enough how little I, I know about college basketball. I honestly hate this time of year because everyone thinks they're an expert in college basketball after watching four games, maybe. Yeah. Oh, who you got in your bracket? It's like, ah, the same shock that you do. Yeah, like, no, like, you're going to be like, oh, you're so fucking stupid. It's like, what the the fuck do you know? Yeah, like, what do you know? No, no, you got like a six. You got like a four, like a five beating a four or something. Like, is that your big upset or whatever? Like, what's your your deal, mister? I don't, yeah, I didn't like, I didn't do it. Cause like, I think like the more I look at a bracket, the more I like, I can go like get convinced of things. So like I saw the bracket get released and I was like, fuck it. I'm going to make this thing and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to, going to do it and I'm not going to touch it. You know, that's it. I'm done. No, like last minute altercations thing. Now. Yeah. So it's just a huge crapshoot. So, I mean, if you're gambling on, uh, on March Madness, if you haven't watched a single fucking game, you have just as good at odds as anyone. Luckily, oh, don't even worry about it. Luckily, we have a great place for you to gamble on sports online. Uh, Which is? That would be WTC Sportsbook. Uh, we are what? running a promo. What's it? 30% match? Uh, maybe. Let me check the Twitter page. I feel like we've up it. Like, I feel like a, like a moving, moving thing. Thirty percent bonus really of all deposits of fifty dollars or more. Plus Sounds a right free to me. bracket. Wow! And keep in mind, if you lose on some terrible play, just uh, take a screenshot and DM it to our Twitter page, that's WTP underscore sportsbook, and you'll be entered to win our $50 bad beat bonus. That's $50 in your pocket just for losing in phenomenal style. Well, I'll be damned. And use either promo code 
Servant or promo code Quinlan, and uh, something happens. Let's find out. Are you doing it right now? No. Oh, I thought you were going to like But yeah, do those things. Yeah, so gamble your money away. That's certainly what I do. We told you to do. All right, so you know what got completely overshadowed by the bracket? Uh, And it's the most important NFL news of the offseason. Oh, you're going to want to talk about Ryan Fitzpatrick. I do want to talk about Ryan Fitzpatrick. The Dolphins finally have a franchise quarterback. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, same Ryan Fitzpatrick as we saw last. Yeah. Huh. All right. I guess we have a different PFF grade for him then. Yeah. I mean, Ryan Fitzpatrick is terrible, but he puts up fucking yards. He does put up yards. You know, that's the funny thing is I was like, ah, oh, this for sure means that, like, Pat's Dolphins is going to have, like, there's going to be, like, one of the two games next year, like, Fitzpatrick's going to go for, like, 380 yards and, like, four touchdowns, four interceptions. And it's going to be, like, 35. It's going to be a fucking slugfest. More importantly, this just confirms Drew Locke to Miami. Like, that's locked in at this point, right? No pun intended. Um, whatever you say. You're the football guy. Yeah, it's fine. By the way, the pun was intended. Suck my dick. I will not do that, despite some of my recent tweets. Please. Mm, you've got seven girls drunk. Time to do it. Yeah, but they're all so angry at me. That's that's not my fault. Ah, uh, god damn it! I'm gonna go move move to LA, hang out with Blake Bortles. Hey, um, just get away. Yeah, from him. get away from him. So the the Saints are gonna sign Jared Cook. By the way. Jared Cook. Oh, that's mm-hmm. good. I mean, they do love 40-year-old tight ends. Yep. Shout out but, to Watson. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah. So, not much happened in football. Which um, is fine, because, like, it stole the show last week. We had a fucking hour pod. We, had, we did an hour on football last week. That's true. Love free agency. Yeah. Uh, but baseball happened. Baseball's been fucking insane, bro. Tell me. Tell me more. Um, well, we are, I guess, actively this morning. But, like, nobody gives a fuck about it because it's in Japan. And it who happened won? at 530 in the morning. Who even won? I'll tell you who won. The Seattle Mariners won. So, for at least two days of the 2018 season, they'll be tied for first place in the American League West. Um, it'll probably last a total of two days because once the Astros start playing baseball, that entire division is going to burn in hell. Um, but yeah, so baseball happening, uh, contracts are happening. Um, well, the... uh, let, let, before we move on, I just want to talk a little bit about, I need to find a fucking girl that loves me the way that literally everyone in Japan loves Ichiro. Oh, isn't that great? I've I'm, never I've never seen anything like that. Fantastic. He's a he's a hero over there. They have so much respect for that guy. And I mean they they should. Like Ichiro, great player. 
I'm all in on saying he has the most hits in pro history. Just because it pisses yeah. off, like, baseball diehards. Yeah, it probably pisses me off a little bit, but like, you can say that. It's okay. Yeah. Fuck Pete Rose. <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> he wasn't, not like he was good or anything. What'd he do? Gamble? Shush, that's enough of that. <laughs> that's enough. Yeah, he's uh, actually, like, he's, Ichiro's probably going to retire after, like, that series, too. Yeah, no. But I heard he's not coming back with the team, back to the U.S. Yeah, yeah. You want to know something, like, crazy? He's been I in mean, the I league know, for... I know seven crazies. They all texted me. There you go. So, he's been in the league for 18 years. Yep. And he hasn't hit above 300 in uh, since... So that's three, four, five, six full seasons. His career batting average is still 311. Damn. Yeah. So if you want to know how good he was when he was like on top of the world. Oh, no. You know what? It wasn't even 2012. He had, he, no, he, he hit uh, 322 when he got traded to New York that year. So he hasn't hit above 300 cents for a season since 2010. Damn. He hasn't hit above 300 for a season since 2010, and his career batting average is 311. Damn. Yeah. Insane. That's how good he was when he was on, like, on. Are we prepared also, to say best foreign hitter of all time? Um, I don't know, because, like, you got to take the Dominican Republic into, into account when you say that. And there have been some amazing ballplayers come out of the Dominican Republic. That's fair. Most, most notably, uh, B-Poppy. Yeah, I hear he was pretty good. He was okay. Um, let's check those numbers real quick, just because I can. Also, way Ichiro, different hitter than Ichiro, though. Way different hitter. Used to um, hit for average, you know, as well as power for a lot of those years. So, Ortiz, not a career 311 hitter. He's a career 286 hitter. Um, but, you know, it just have a casual 541 home runs. So, that's a, that's a thing. So that's a few. Yeah. Also, his last season uh, ever in Major League Baseball, which here at Red Sox, probably only for him and only him because they got ousted by the Indians in the first round of the playoffs. But let me give you this slash line real quick about old Big Poppy. Um, he, had, he had 38 home runs, led the American League in RBIs at 127. He had 315 with a 401 on base percentage and a 620 slugging percentage, which to a league, a major league baseball leading 620 slugging, by the way, which uh, made a major league leading 1.021 OPS. So what you're telling me is that Big Poppy took steroids. Allegedly. He also had 48 doubles that year, uh, which led major league baseball. More like 48 Mick doubles. You see that guy? Oh, dude, I fucking love McDonald's. McDonald's? You know what McDonald's did? Can I rant about this real quick? Heck yeah, you can. McDonald's didn't piss me off, man. They went and raised the price of their fucking McChickens. So are you in on Team BK? Not yet, because BK doesn't... Do they have anything comparable to McChicken? Yeah, dude. They got their uh, classic chicken sandwich. It's like a chicken, chicken, but like longer. But it's not a dollar. That's the thing. It's real that was fucking the close. That was the appeal to the McChicken, though. It was... 
so if it's get the ten dollar or get the ten nuggets for a dollar and stick them in a bun. But then I gotta buy the bun. Uh, I gotta have buns on. Like I have to have buns in the car at all times. It's just Burger King like, has so much for so cheap, Karen. I know, I know. I'll probably have to switch over because, like, this is just preposterous. I mean, I've been, I've been doing like the the three McChickens after I get hammered, like, because I wake up at like ten, you know, and it takes yep. me like an hour to like move out of wherever I am. And by I'm then, like familiar. McDonald's, yeah. <laughs> and by then, McDonald's is like up and running with lunch. So, yep. like, the three McChicken was like three bucks plus tax and you're cooking with gas because you don't need to eat shit until like you know whenever the fuck you decide to have dinner you know those three mixed chickens get you through the day and now it's like it's like a dollar 49 each so let's just say a dollar 50 so it's 450 before we even put tax in the equation and that's bullshit yeah i mean that that's almost getting to be wendy's priced and i can't afford wendy's no, Wendy's is too nice for me, which is like you walk inside of Wendy's and you would never think like this is where the most expensive fast food comes from. But it, it fucking is. You know who can afford Wendy's? Mike Trout. Mike Trout. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Guy got breaded up 430 over 12 years. It equates to an AAV of uh, 36 and a half, I believe, a year. Yeah, good math. So, um, and it's staggering money 100 million more than bryce harper's bryce contract Harper. which was that's such a fuck money. you because when they both came into the league they were both kind of jockeying to see who was going to be the face of the league and then mike trout ran away with it and this is him sticking his proverbial dick in bryce harper's mouth we'll get to the face of the league thing in a second because you're not you're not wrong but you're not right either um and uh the thing is is that like when I think about Mike Trout and the years he's had and, like, how good he's been compared to everybody else, to think, like, I know $430 million is an absurd amount of money to have committed to a player, but to think about, like, there's going to, like, the next 12 years, no matter what Mike Trout does, and he'll probably be even better than he is now, the Angels are only going to be paying him $36.5 million a year. Like, players are going to come along past probably by a lot and it's probably going to happen soon yeah like because you can go on a shorter term deal like what the dodgers were supposedly willing to do for harper like someone's going to get paid 40 mil a year for maybe four or five years someone's going to get paid 45 mil a year like 36 and a half is a lot you and me but to mike trout to the best player maybe like the game has ever seen it's a $430 million is a bargain for Mike Trout. The Angels are making out here. I dare I say it's a hometown discount. Which is wild for the richest contract in pro sports history. But that's how good he is, though. That's how Ridiculous. good Mike Trout is. Fucking baseball, man. Teach your kids how to hit off a tee and then go from there. It's, it's crazy. This is, this is the kind of deal that gets these kind of deals banned in other leagues. And it's just going to be completely normal in the MLB. Yeah. It reminds, me, like, it reminds me exactly of the Kovalchuk deal. Well, the thing that I don't necessarily like about it either is that um, 
I say like his deal, his AAV is going to get passed. Like someone's, there are going to be players that get paid more than 36 and a half mil a year. But the problem with Trout taking a, you know, dare we say a discount is that every player in baseball, like when they come up for contract negotiations, they're going to be compared to how close are you to Mike Trout? And the closest guy you've got really closest guys, I'd say, or are like Mookie Betts hitting wise and, you know, like J.D. Martinez. Those are the two bats that you can most closely compare. But as far as baseball players are, it's Mookie Betts. Yeah. And Mookie's not going to get probably what he should get paid. Mookie probably should have been paid 36 and a half because Trout probably should have been paid 40. Trout probably should have been paid 40 for, you know, 40 a year for whatever it was, you know, 8, 10, 12. He should have had that much. And now it's going to be like pulling teeth for franchises to acknowledge what, a, you know, what other superstars are worth. So I, I kind of wish he hadn't taken a hometown discount. I know $430 is a lot, but he probably should have got paid for or even $500 million. That's just the way it is. I'm telling you, man, give him stock in the team. Do something. Do something to give him what he's worth, because I don't really think he's getting paid what he's actually worth. I think he's worth more than that. And another guy that got paid, too, transitioning from Trout, is Bregman. And I think Bregman's on a, on a hometown discount, too. Oh, yeah. Six out, six out of right. 100 for a guy who's probably going to have an OPS above nine this year. A guy who's probably going to hit you know, mid-season home runs and, you know, be, be a, a real cog in that Houston Astros lineup. That's six and 100 is a deal, too. Yeah, it's Bregman, six, it's Bre- Bregman's the year. best player on a top three AL team. Bregman's the best not player on an all, in an all-star – like, it's an all-star team, much like much, much like judges on the Yankees. Bregman's on an all-star team that plays in Houston, and he's the best player on that team. Yeah. And he's – which, look, I know six and a hundred is, you know, I'm not saying, like, I wouldn't turn my nose up at six and a hundred. I wouldn't turn my nose at six and one. You know, give me six years and a million. I don't care. But for what – you know, when you're talking about setting a market – when you're talking about what Nolan Arenado just got paid, you should be getting paid closer to what your your production is going to, you know, trend towards. And yeah, I mean, really, he, he's making under twenty mil a year, which yeah. for an elite player like that is a fucking deal. Machado, thirty mil a year. I mean, he's getting paid almost half of what Machado's getting paid. Bregman's God not knows half player Machado more. is. I yeah, like right now maybe. If, I you, want, if you had to build your, if you had to build your team right now, if you had to build your team right now, and you were going to hand out a ten-year, three hundred million dollar contract to somebody, I'd probably hand it to Bregman. I'd give it if to I Bregman. had to build my team, Machado for sure. So I think, and Trout took hometown discounts, which is insane. And I get like them wanting to stay with their team and all, but they also have to look at the role that they play in setting the market for everybody else, because other guys are going to come up here. They're going to want to get paid. Miguel Andujar is going to, you know, assuming Andujar in New York has the season he, you know, he had um, uh, last year. If he repeats that, you can expect the Oakland A's, both their corner guys, Chapman and Olsen. If they have repeat years, they're going to want to get paid. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me if you're going to, you know, if you're going to be a guy that can set a market for you to take a discount. Well, is he just trying to keep that team together? 
Is he thinking, I'm trying to get as many rings as I can in Houston? If that's and what I know he's... in order to do that, I need to take a discount? If that's what his plan is, I'd like for him to just come out and say it instead of him just marching. And Bregman doesn't do anything quietly into the night either. Bregman's not quiet about anything. So if there's – when there is officially a press conference for this, it will be it's finalized. I'd like for him to say, like, I want – you know, I know I probably could have gotten more, but I, I took less because I see that we – because let's be honest, the last, you know, the last three, three years and probably the next two or three years, it's been like the Red Sox and the Astros have been the only two teams in baseball and maybe the Cubs where you looked at it and went, because of the way their money's allocated, this is their window. Bregman taking less maybe extends that window because they can sign other players. But I'd like. Yeah. I mean, I, I I don't think he will come out and say it, even if he was, if, even if that was his plan. I think he doesn't want to be that public with it. And I don't think he wants to put that pressure on other guys. Um, but, Maybe. I mean, he, there, had, there has to be some reason why he agreed to that. Like, he's not a dumb guy. He knows what he's worth. No, he's very self-aware. He's very self-aware. You know who else got paid, too? Eloy Jimenez. Who? Exactly. He's the top prospect, one of the top prospects in baseball. I think he's number three. He's the Chicago White Sox top prospect. And he just got a contract. He's already got his first contract extension for six years and $43 million. Here's, here's why I love this. Baseball has had this problem, and they've done it with – Every team has done this with every single top prospect that was ready to come out and play like an opening. They've sent him down to, to the minors to maximize his service time, you know, contract loopholes so that they can have him for however many years um, and have him for that one extra year because he did that month-long service time in the minors. What the White Sox decided to do is take a guy that could – he could probably be in that line opening day. He could probably, you know, tear it up right off the bat. But just in case they have to send him down at the start of the regular season, he's going to get paid. There's not going to be this thing where we're doing this just to maximize the service time. They paid the man so that he can go down with a clear conscience and up when you're ready because we've already paid you. We want to make sure we want it 100% that you are ready to face major league pitching because we don't want to fuck you up because he is maybe after Vladimir Guerrero Jr. He's probably the best bat that you're going to see for the next four or five years come out of the minors. And the White Sox want to make sure that he doesn't feel pressured or he doesn't feel cheated. And that's fantastic. That's a team doing it right. Because you're not setting a market with that guy. You're really setting a precedent. It's like, hey, the system's kind of fucked up as it is because these minor leaguers get paid pennies on the dollar, then they go through this bullshit arbitration system. What if we went and paid our best player, a guy that we know is going to be a stud, but maybe isn't quite ready, so we pay our best guy, and he can come up when he's ready, and there's not this big hoopla about us taking advantage of him, and he doesn't feel cheated. And there's less pressure on him. Now, uh, 
if this catches on, do you think the next Kyler Murray still chooses football? I think that you'll see a change officially after the the CBA the gets lockout. Reached. Yeah, I mean, there's going to be a lockout, but because as great as this is with the White Sox going out and breading up their, you know, their top prospect and letting them know, like, hey, you come up when you're ready, you're already getting paid, we believe in you. You can look down towards Florida to the other shit show organization that happens to win too often for my liking in the Tampa Bay Rays and look at how they've handled Blake Snell, your 2018 American League Cy Young winner who made around $560,000 last year when he won that Cy Young. He's going to be making a staggering $575,000 this year, the year after he won that Cy Young. That's a problem. That's atrocious. The season he had last year, according to fan graphs, is worth $38 million. He made, he made less than, what was that, like a, per, a percent? I can't do the math in the top, you know, off the top of my head. But he made, he made maybe a percent of what his season was worth last year. And he's going to be making fifteen grand more than that this year. That's atrocious. He's the third highest paid pitcher on his own team. He's the seventh highest paid player on his own team. He's the best player on that team by a million. He's the reason people consider the Rays a playoff possibility this year. And he's getting paid barely more than the lowest guy on the team because that's how the Rays run their organization. And it's disgusting. And that's he, as great of a situation as the White Sox have created with their, their guy the guy that's going to be the face of that franchise, the guy that is the face of the franchise for the Rays, that's why we're headed towards a lockout because players are sick of this bullshit. Anyway. Yeah, I, uh, I, I think we've talked about it, you and I, and it drives me fucking crazy that this is still a thing. And I, I'm terrified at the idea of missing a substantial amount of my, you know, season a couple of years from now or whenever like the lockout is going to happen, but it's got to happen because this is bullshit. You heard it here first folks, Curran Quinlan pro lockout. I'm pro players getting paid what they're worth. I wish there didn't have to be a lockout, but it's probably going to have to happen. Yeah. I mean, the NFL is headed towards a lockout too, so we can be sad together. Great. I already drink enough as it is. Yep. You know, who <laughs> else, you know who else drinks a lot? What's that? Johnny Menzel. He also drinks a lot. Yeah, he signed. And now he gets he to drink a lot. lot in Memphis. There we go. He signed with the, uh, the Memphis Express of the Alliance of American Football. Um. Which means nothing to anyone else but me, but I fucking love mm. the AAF. I know you do. It's terrible. Uh, yes, it Actually, is. the football's not that bad. But the quarterback play has been awful. So to get Manziel in there, it's got to be a, a, an improvement from Hackenberg. Yes. I mean, at least Manziel's like almost fast. Yeah. I'm very pro Johnny. I want to see Johnny succeed. 
I do too because like everything's more entertaining and there's a coked up quarterback on the field. Yeah. I mean, there's a coked up quarterback on the field in Pittsburgh, but we'll see how long that lasts. What are we talking about? Uh, we're talking about Big Ben. Is Big Ben coked up? And uh, allegedly. Really? And, uh, you know, a lot of Big Ben's former teammates are talking about Big Ben. Yeah, I've tried to, like, avoid that whole thing because it's hard to tell when it's just, like, noise and people bitter or, like, when it's real. But why don't you fill the audience in on uh, everything that's happening in Pittsburgh? Uh, For those of you who haven't seen, one of Big Ben's former running backs has accused him of intentionally fumbling just because he didn't agree with the play call that Todd Haley called when he was still the coordinator. So the Steelers were lined up in I formation, which means the fullback (laughs) is right behind the quarterback. Big Ben gets the snap and just whips it off this guy's chest, off the fullback. He's not giving the ball to the fullback. So it did look very intentional. But don't worry, folks. Because another Steelers running back, I think maybe Mendenhall, came forward and said, no, Big Ben didn't do that on purpose. He's just dumb. Even better. Uh, I'm paraphrasing, but he came, came out and said, no, no, no. Big Ben just forgot we were in I formation and turned the wrong way. And it's like, yeah, does that make you feel better about this? So No. Well, Mendenhall was on good teams, right? Yeah. So that was like a good team that Big Ben was like pissed off about. How long has Haley been the offensive coordinator there? I don't know, man. I don't know if it was Mendenhall. Oh, all right. I was going to say, I was like, I thought that was only been like two or three years. I'll look it up. Who cares? Who fucking cares? That's true. The point is, like, mm, I'd feel better about him just being, like, dumb. Because, I mean, Jared Goff isn't, like, the smartest guy. And he got you to a Super Bowl. Like, as long as you can sling it and you got somebody in your ear. But, like, if he's, like, intentionally fumbling the ball, when, like, the the Steelers haven't exactly been, like, in situations the past three, four, five years where players can intentionally fuck up. It's not like they're in Super Bowls every year, like another organization in your same conference, where maybe if there was a little drama like there was in another organization in your same conference, you could have some drama and then work it out and people would be over it. You're not that good. You've been average, like slightly above average the last, just say, five years. And you haven't exactly been a stud yourself, Big Ben. So what the... What the fuck? So it's former backup running back Josh Harris that had the accusation. No idea who uh, it is. And it was Bruce Gradkowski. The quarterback, right? Yeah. Yeah. He played who came out who came out and uh defended Big Ben and said, No, he's just dumb. That's wild. Um Can you imagine being the backup quarterback and being the smartest guy in the room? So like, what the fuck? Yep. But then Lavelle came out today and said, Big Ben's a competitor. He wants to win, but he wants to win his way and his way only. Even better than... None of that sounds good. Which None is of just that more, good it's more fuel on the fire. Yeah, that whole organization is a dumpster fire. 
Oh, no, it gets better because then uh, one of the Pouncey brothers comes out today and says, well, at least he was there. So they're uh, just shots being uh, fired from Steelers past and present. How does someone still have a job? I don't know. I really don't. Uh, does anyone even think he's a good coach anymore? No. God, no. N- no. He's not. No one's thought he was a good coach probably since that last Super Bowl he went to. The last good thing that Mike Tomlin did was prevent Jacoby Jones from scoring when he stepped I, out onto the field. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, that was bullshit. All I know is the Steelers are the greatest soap opera on TV right now. Do you know um, You know who you might like if you don't know him already? Who? There's this guy on YouTube. His channel's called Urinating Tree. Sure. Do you know? Okay, look, seriously, write this down. Urinating Tree. He's like a diehard Steelers fan. He's got this thing called Days of Our Steelers, where he just fucking runs through the Steelers seat. Like, we... It's fucking hilarious. He's also, like, a big-time, like... He's kind of like a troll sesh on, on YouTube. So, like, he'll run through, like, football action week to week. He even does AAF reviews. I think you'd like this guy. Oh, good. Check, yeah, check him out. And he does hockey, too. So, like, he's, like, he's your boy. All right. Well, shout out Urinating Tree. Yeah. Seriously, if y'all like funny shit, like, he's, he might be your guy. He might be the man you're missing. I do like funny shit. And that's why I'm excited for one of my favorite TV shows. It's not a comedy, but it's pretty funny. But Stranger, Stranger Things. Things dropped their trailer. Oh, yeah, boy. You yeah, watch boy. it? I did. Did you get a half sub? Uh, no, because there was our children on the TV. Um, I meant an fucking... entertainment boner, all right? I don't fuck cats. It's fine. <laughs> uh, no, I didn't get a half job, but I am very excited. Uh, it's one of my favorite TV shows. So my I and I like too. Like we got like a peek at like the monster, but like I really have no fucking idea what's going on in the entire trailer. Yeah, there's like, there's a new monster. There's a new just like regular ass human villain. It seemed. Yeah, uh, the kids yeah. are a little bit older, which I think is kind of cool. I like to see them grow up a little bit, and they, they yeah. kind of get at that in the trailer. Like, yeah, I'm we're not looking kids forward anymore. to like that teenage drama shit that pops up. Because, like, they'll do it, like, 80s style, so it'll be, like, fun teenage drama and stuff. It's going to be a great soundtrack. Oh, yeah. And it comes out on July 4th, which means I'm not celebrating tree. Buddy. You can't even say that. July 4th, underrated drunk text holiday. Um, sure. I'm usually by a lake, so, like, there's no reception anyway. But... I'm not lying. Like, I'm not lying. I might just do Stranger Things all day. And then, like, I could see, like, you're a communist. But I I could see, like, I could see, like, maybe I'll, like, go out for some fireworks. I don't know. Somebody will have to persuade me otherwise. I'll probably get persuaded. Someone will persuade me. But as of right now, I'm I'm booking my July 4th. I could, okay, you know what? I'll compromise with you because you're right. I don't want to be thought of as a communist. I'll start my day with Stranger Things. And then the Washington Nationals always play a baseball game at 11 o'clock uh, on July 4th. And then I'll watch the Nationals. So, like, if I can get up at, like, 7, I can get, like, four hours of Stranger Things. I need you to be, be drunk by noon. 
that's going to be hard to do. That's going to be real hard to do because I'm not drinking during Stranger Things. 11's early for me personally because, like, typically once I start, it's just like it's like rolling a rolling a tire down a hill. It just gains speed the farther down the hill it goes. So very well. Yeah, no, you know this. So I kind of have to like pace myself. Like last year, fourth, I was hammered. Blackout was not great. Uh, it was not great. I'm not doing that again. I might just like, yeah, so what, that's what I'll do. I'll wake up at like 7 on July 4th. I'm marking it in my calendar right now. Set your alarm. 7 a.m. Stranger Things. Nationals play at 11. Watch like three, four, five innings of that. And then go do whatever the fuck I have to do that day. And then come back. And then I'll watch Stranger Things again. And at some point at July 4th, the Red Sox will be on too. So I'll have to find a way to like listen to them or watch them depending on what time they're on good shit all right i'm excited i want hot dogs now fuck fucking love hot dogs dude grill it up man you know get the grill going put some hot dogs on i'm a grill master oh dude i I got into it yeah i love italian sausage somebody brings like some to the barbecue didn't you know they didn't want to just bring chips so they bring pizza and it's like, it's not great pizza, but it's like pepperoni. So you got like pepperoni pizza with yeah. the hot dogs and the hamburgers and the sausage. And then somebody throws some vegetables on. Oh my Jesus Christ. I just jizzed my pants. <laughs> In the podcasting first. I'll host yeah. as ejaculated live. <laughs> All because of fucking food, man. Food. Dude, I am not lying. Though. That just made me so hungry. I'm starving all of a sudden. Oh, me too, man. I haven't done dinner yet. All right, well, yeah, let's, let's, let's finish up here so we can get some fucking food. I had a cliff bar. Uh, last thing I wanted to do is a fun little segment. I want to – the group chat was popping off earlier yesterday. Uh-huh. I'm not sure if you yeah. noticed. Just going over the lamest mascots in sports. Mm-hmm. So I kind of wanted to, to hear your top five. We'll go back and forth right. from five, work our way to one. Okay, I have four right now. I have to think of one more. All right. Well, well, I'll start. I, was trying... I have four from baseball. That's the thing. That's fine. Baseball has notoriously terrible mascots. Mm. But mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. five, I have any bird found in your local park. So we're talking the Ducks, the Cardinals, the Orioles, and the Ravens. Which is cheating, because that's four teams on their own. But small birds are not scary. Are you sure? Have you ever been attacked by a small bird before? Uh, does a goose count? Um, and even then, I just kind of kicked it, and it went away. It's a little big. I don't know. Are you really? There's not a single small bird out there. You're like, I don't want to fuck with that. Like, hummingbirds really. to me are low-key terrifying. Nah, I mean, because birds like this, they don't swarm. If it was a swarm of birds, maybe, but it's not. Hmm. Yeah. I'm just not afraid of park birds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, I got my fifth team now. That's all the time I needed. I just need to kill some time. You're right, birds aren't terrifying. All right, hit me. Okay, mine are all going to be baseball, by the way, because that's just where my head's at. That's fine. Whatever the fuck a Philly is. A resident of Philadelphia. That's fucking stupid. 
Can I add in Houston Texans to that? Um, well, they have a better mask. Like, their mask, though, like, at least looks cool. That's true. And a person from Texas is more likely to have a gun, so that's kind of scary. Yeah, they'll fucking kill you, man. But the Phillies are the Philadelphia residents of Philadelphia. Yes. That is it's not at all scary. Stupid. That's so stupid. What are you going to do? Throw a cheesesteak at me? Uh, or just a little bit. Depending on what side of Philadelphia you're on, you might get shot as well. But... That's fair. Yeah. But yeah, no, that's, that's my number five. Because, like, what the fuck? Yeah, that's not. I'm out on, out on Phillies. Uh, my yeah. number four, I, I, I kept cheating. I cheated the entire way through this. But I had the yep. Saints slash the Padres. You just hate people uh, that are religious. Because I'm, I'm over the age of 13, which means mm-hmm. I am not afraid of my priest. Mm. <laughs> That's fucking perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, anyway, what are you going to do? Pray that. me away? <laughs> That's a different thing that they pray away. They pray the game. I know this. Yeah, great. You can just let people figure it nope, out themselves. I had to say it. Yeah, great. Good for you. Shout out! Shout out the church. You, you got shout out. Shout out the Catholic Church. I love you guys. That's why I'm here. Although I like um, to think of the Padres as just being dads, not fathers. Just the San Diego dads. The Padres used to have some of the best uniforms in baseball too. RIP. That's those. unrelated, though. Everyone, used, everyone freaked out about the Browns coming, the brown uniforms coming back. It's like, yeah. no, you want to get those '90s uniforms back, with like the orange print and like the navy blue. Those are fucking tight. They're sharp. So we're all in on the dads. What's your number four? Minnesota Twins. The twins. Oh, all right, that's that's fair. Which is literally just they're named after twin cities. Hear me out. There's two of them. So they could probably take you in a fight. To the, both the cities combined? No, just like yes. a set of twins. Oh. Um, maybe. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If yeah, the no, Wearies tried to beat you up, they probably could together. Yes. Well, That's a very specific there. reference. So, shout right, out our yeah, audience, two, not from Waterville, two, Maine. Two people will get that. But those twins are in shape last I knew, so like, they'd probably fair. beat the shit out of me. One of them could probably do it. That's fair. I'm going to give you my third, because I think it's the same as you. Yep. Any, like, Red Sox or White Sox. Yes, I'm not afraid of socks. Dirty laundry is not scary, folks. Doesn't get me shaking in my boots. And while we're at it, because I don't have it on my list, and I know you don't, because you went full baseball. Yep. The New York Knicks. Because the mm. Knicks are named after the Knickerbockers, which is a kind of pant. It's a style of pants. The Knicks will never be scary again, let's be honest. Like, there's nothing about the Knicks that's made anyone. Laundry is not scary. No one's intimidated yeah. by your laundry. Fuck your laundry. Fuck your laundry. Fuck it, bro. Fuck it, man. Eh? Yeah, no, yeah, that was my, that was your my laundry, man. Yeah, uh, your fucking laundry, huh? Yeah, what you got some tad on you? Huh? <laughs> Go eat a fucking, get your fucking laundry. Fucking <laughs> get. You sound uh-huh. like, you sound exactly like my number two though, because I had <laughs> another is. tie. I had yep. the Utah Jazz and the St. Louis Blues. Music is not scary. 
particularly horrible music that no one listens to. Uh, also out of place music, right? Oh, yeah. Utah is not a jazz capital. No, they were from New Orleans and they just didn't want to change. And they just didn't change. And then where You had the option to be anything else. And you're like, no, jazz is good. Yeah, and then St. Louis isn't like notorious for for the blues, is it? That's a little bit. A A little bit. Is it? St. Louis blues, blues. I'll allow. But all I'm thinking right now is that line from B movie where Jerry Mm -hmm. Seinfeld just says, You like jazz? And that's the scariest thing about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, that makes me shake in my boots. So I'm over here shaking. Yeah. All right. All right. What's my number two? two? I think I know what my number two is. I got it. Yeah. The Mets. Another the city. Mets. Like, stop naming your baseball teams after the city that you're in. Or, like, not even this. Like, every, there's tons of, like, metropolitan areas. Can't well, do that. I mean, it, it gets better because uh, the same fan base that supports the Mets, almost all of them support the Islanders. Mm. So you combine the two. It's like, we're in a metropolitan area on an island. Let's like go. Every, like every fucking place on the, on like the USA coast. It's yeah. borderline an island. No one Because back, back in the day... They were like, you know what we should do? We should build this massive, uh, this massive city. Hey, forget the... about it. Yeah, we should build this massive fucking city on a really small piece of land, you know? Well, we could, I know, look, hey, hey, look, I know we could build it over there where, like, it'll be way safer. But, dude, look, right here, you know? What can I say to you? 500 feet, you don't have to fucking walk. You know, 500 feet, you don't have to fucking sail. I think okay. we should build it right here. So that's what they did, and they're fucking stupid. Hey, I got a great idea for a team name. We can be the New York guys screaming, hey, I'm walking here. That's probably a fucking in, like, Brooklyn or something. I could see that being a thing. I wonder if they have a sense of humor about their, you know, the way they talk. I know for a fact that they don't, and I know for a fact that I'm going to get some very mean DMs later. Good for you. These people care. Yeah. No one's going to DM uh, me later. My number one. Um, what you got? Probably the scariest mascot of all time, easily. Mm-hmm. The Toronto Maple Leafs. Mm-hmm. Be- because mm-hmm. the scariest part about it is that it's misspelled. Mm. Oh, yeah, it is. Is it the French spelling or is that... They I don't just, think so. Just, I, I think know. they just misspelled leaves. Do they speak French they in are, Toronto? No. Well, they do. Oh. It, it's, but the primary language is English. Oh, well, yeah. What the fuck? But Leafs with an FS at the end. <laughs> Shyamalan, the inspiration for The Happening. He was like, man, those Leafs are scary. They're real scary. They fall down sometimes. They change colors. Basically a chameleon. Mm-hmm. 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 Sometimes mm-hmm. they're red. Sometimes they're yellow. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Be intimidated yep. of that, except for the fact that they're fucking blue. Mm-hmm. So yep. that doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. So fuck the Leafs. Fuck them. Also, some of the worst throwback uniforms in the sport of hockey. Oh, you leave the St. Pat's alone. I'm talking about you. Are you thinking of the same things I'm thinking of? Yeah, the Leafs just—they wore their St. Pat's throwbacks. The the ones with the stripes. 
The green ones? No, the 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 one with the stripes. They've got these. Oh, they got they got rid uni- of those. No, I think they might be thinking of Ottawa. Oh, it's Toronto. Toronto has these god awful. Hold on, I'm gonna look it up. Go tell it on the mountain. You're definitely thinking of Ottawa. Nope. And I'm we're not. looking up pictures that our audience can't see, so this is fantastic. Cares. No one's listening anymore. They all went home. That's fair. Yeah. Which I don't care, because as long as you listen for like two seconds, we get the play anyway, so I don't need you to it. fucking... Yeah, I don't need you to, to listen to the whole thing. So fuck you, audience. <laughs> Suck no, there's... Where are they? What the fuck? Yeah, you're definitely thinking of Ottawa. No, I'm not. I've seen them a thousand times. Mm. 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 I think I might be thinking of Ottawa. Fuck it. Who cares? It doesn't matter. Anyway, um, my number one team is the Cincinnati Reds. Because I know that they're, they were named Cincinnati Red Stockings, but there was an organization um, located in Boston, Massachusetts, that decided to name themselves the Boston Red Sox. And through the fates of the gods, um, baseball decided that the Boston Red Sox were going to be able to keep their name and the Cincinnati Red Stockings were going to have to change to the uh, Cincinnati Reds. So you're named after a fucking color. You morons. Is it better or worse than the Browns? Um, worse. At least the Browns are like that dog for a mascot. Yeah. I'm not sure if like... And, I, and I the Browns like that's a cucked. Yeah. I mean, sort of. <laughs> I mean, they, are, they were moved. They, no. they were. But they came back and they, they didn't get bullied into changing their name. They didn't. No, they got to keep their name. Oh, yeah. It's... Well, no. I thought somebody else had bad uniforms, too, though. Ottawa does have shitty uniforms, but maybe it's Montreal. Does Montreal have striped uniforms? I'm still no, I'm, I'm looking at them. There are, there are some bad, uh, bad leaf stripes, but it's not like the yeah. entire thing. Like, like no, Ottawa's. I thought there was a – yeah, I thought there was a, um, a set that was like – No, you are mistaken, sir. Oh, right. It wasn't totally off. Oh, no. Well, the, is no, it like the one Canadians... stripe for the middle? Okay, it's the Canadians. The Canadians have these fucking throwbacks. Look up Montreal Canadian throwback. Mascot, by the way. Yeah, fuck your people. The Montreal Canadians have one of the worst throwback uniforms that you like. It's literally gonna give me fucking a seizure just looking at the damn things on Google Images. So look those things up. But uh, yeah. If you're you go fuck yourself. Oh yeah, there they are. Oh shit. Get rid of those. Yeah, those are awful. So that's what I was thinking of. I was right. I was like, somebody from Canada has got these shitty ass uniforms. But if your team name is the place residence of that place, fuck off. You need not apply here. Houston Texans, from... Montreal Canadiens, Philadelphia Phillies. Pretty much every Canadian hockey franchise, actually. Oh, well. Ottawa, no, because Ottawa got relocated, I think. Well, there were the original Ottawa Senators. Uh, and they are named after being the capital, so their Senators are there, I guess. Well, the, Nash- the, well, the Washington Nationals are named after being in the capital, so. So, I mean. I could have put out. that on the list, too. 
I mean, yeah, they're they're on the list of being place residents of that place. Yeah, yeah. Canucks are on there, but they got I'm like sure a fish a mascot. Whatever the fuck, it's a killer is. whale. It's an orca. Is that what it is? Yeah. Huh. Cool. Learn something new. I've but never yeah. known what that mascot was. Fucking throw yourself off a cliff if you name your team the resident of where you're from. Um, the views expressed by Todd Servent on the pregame beer podcast do not reflect those of the WTP sports uh, online employee base. Yeah. Probably good call. Maybe, yeah, yeah no, I just thought I'd cover our ass right there real quick. That's all it, right. though, right? Yeah, that, that's all I got. Let's get the fuck okay. out of here. I'm going to go cool. to fucking Burger King. You do that. Hold on. Let me let me take us out real quick. Okay, friends and possible family. Hope you enjoyed our show. We will be back on Monday after Todd and I get together. Or maybe we won't get together. Maybe we'll just, maybe we'll just communicate t- telepathically. And hope you all have a great weekend. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. Or definitely don't do anything I would do, actually. Maybe you'd be better off doing things I wouldn't do. And make sure you head over to WTVSports.com to check out all the fun stuff up there. The boys have been cranking out some serious articles lately because there's been a lot of shit happening, in case you couldn't tell, in case you've been buried. You know, maybe, maybe, you're, maybe you're, you're locked in on some paperwork or something, or, you know, you're, you're at spring break, so you're having the time of your life. Maybe you've been away from the Twitter sphere. Maybe you haven't seen ESPN. Maybe you didn't see all these fun trailers that, you know, just popped up on the old YouTube. Because you're in Mexico right now, hitting on, hitting on Spanish girls and guys, hitting on American girls and guys, drinking some tequila, having a good time, sitting in the sun. I miss those days. Those are good days. But needless to say, stay safe down there. And everybody have a safe weekend. And most importantly, stay thirsty, my fans.